The Captain Talk Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain Talks Flicks. Movies, TV, sports, flicks. Welcome to the Captain Talks Flicks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez, and this is where we talk flicks. I welcome the podcast, the podcast, and me, the Captain, to my movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything you see on the tube or screen. I like to get in here and give my unique perspective. Because after 44 years of being on planet Earth, I have developed a unique perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks. I like to get in here and tell you about it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats, it looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to all the people across the globe that have been checking out the podcast. Gracias, gracias, gratitude, gratitude. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And just FYI, back in the day, I went to school to be a radio DJ, but I never got a job. I might not have had the will, the desire, just the, just the hunger, the grits to become that radio DJ. I never did it. My family may have shunned me. <laughs> they may have. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe they did. I don't know. But um, that allowed me to become the greatest podcaster in the multiverse. Subject to debate. It may be true. It may not. I don't know. Who knows? Doesn't really matter. Who cares? But um, yeah, that's it. We can ramble quite a bit here, but I won't because I got a lot to talk about this week. So let's get right into the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Just like I said last week, do you like stuff? A lot of people out there like stuff. Unless you're like a minimalist. If you're a minimalist, maybe you don't like stuff as much. But if you're like all my other brethren in my region of the world, we like stuff. Stuff. Who doesn't like stuff? Take money and buy stuff. Well, if you want some unique stuff, you can go over the Existed Fictions House store. It will get you some unique stuff. Stuff you're probably not seeing nowhere else, right? Well, you're seeing it, but not, with the, not quite like what we got. Got notebooks, chanclas, pencils, hats, shirts, glasses, pillows, pictures, puzzles, etc., etc., etc. With a unique spin that only Existed Fictions House store can give you, right? So if you go over the Existed Fictions House store, and you got some money to burn, you want to get some stuff, you can get some unique stuff, and put more stuff in your house with collection of stuff. If you're into that. And a lot of people are. Like I said, unless you're a minimalist. <laughs> then you're not. But you probably are. So go get some stuff. I'll put the link below. Now let's get on with the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are again. Another episode of the podcast. And before I get into the podcast, just a full disclosure. Just a little uh, inside baseball. The last few weeks, creatively, I feel like I have not been on my A game, right? You know when you play baseball for 300 games, whatever games they play, and every now and then you have some games that are not the greatest? I'll be honest, the last few, I just feel not up to my, 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 my World Series All-Star performances. Maybe they are, I don't know, maybe you heard me say they were great. I just feel, I feel creative, they have been stagnant. Not just in the podcast, we're talking in music, every creative endeavor I do. I just feel like that the, the, maybe the inspiration's not been there. Maybe I need a new muse. I'm not really sure. I'm going through changes with my voice due to this whole uh, mastermind my domain thing. 
the voice is changing. I've noticed that. I'm, I'm going out three months. Uh, once uh, November hits, it took three months of Mastermind Domain. And people said the voice may change, right? And I think the voice is changing. I feel like I'm going through like a second puberty, maybe. I don't, it's really weird. So voice has changed a little bit. Creatively been stagnant a little bit. So the podcast may be a little tap it off or different than normal. But it happens. If you listen to this podcast off, what, 270, whatever. There's been changes gradually that happen with the just the growth and the evolution of the podcast and me as a as a podcaster. It changes, right? And uh, if you don't like that, I apologize, but it's just the way it is. That's how it's going. My voice is weird. Maybe it's not. I don't know, man. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It doesn't, whatever. But I just want to let you know, because maybe you like, hey, we like your podcast, bro, but you're kind of going crazy places. You really don't even talk about movies anymore. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I've not really been watching a lot of stuff on the tube. I'm getting maybe like an hour a day of any kind of television program, you know, right? Hour a day, maybe some YouTube videos as well. But once again, the captain's busy again. I'm busy again. My plate is full, so I don't got a lot of time to sit on March tube. And the thing is, that's kind of what this podcast is about. But this week was a little bit different. This week was way different because this week on the past Thursday, this past Thursday, one of my favorite things dropped. Not one, the my favorite thing. My favorite thing in entertainment dropped. A version of that. A version of my favorite entity, IP, property, fandom, whatever you want to call it, dropped on Thursday. We're talking about Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Episode 1, That Hope Is You, Part 1. So that episode dropped. They dropped Season 3, Episode 1, That Hope Is You, Part 1, on Thursday. And of course, the captain watched it. Of course, the captain watched it. Of course, I watched it. I watched it, I watched it, I watched it. And of course, it is great. It is fantastic. It was, it was, it was just exactly what I needed at this moment. It was so dope. And I know there's probably people out there that are still hating on Star Trek Discovery. But after binging season two just a few weeks ago, and, and it just one after another, I've come to love that show. That show was so good. You know, like I said before, like, you know, got the old stuff, which is cool. I love the old stuff more than anything else. But we're in a new time, new era. We gotta embrace new Trek. And this is just a different version of it. And it continues the story that we left off in season two. Basically, uh, now, the Star Trek Discovery crew are 930 years into the future from uh, TOS Kirk's time, right? So we're 930 years in the future. In the future. And, 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 I'm, I'm, and basically, the Federation has... is a shadow of what someone, what someone was. This Federation is not like it used to be. The Federation is falling apart... The Federation is essentially done for the most part. And I'm not giving anything away. That's been shown in the trailers. It basically it explores Michael Burnham, who's the main character of the show, and her uh, experience in that, her become, getting knowledge of that, her, her setting foot into this new time period, and, and hearing what's and seeing what's going on, hearing what's going on, and just coming to, coming to terms with that. I mean, the Federation had been mighty for so long. They kept order in the galaxy, the universe, wherever, the sectors, the galaxy, universes, universe. And now, it's a shadow of its own self. It's a shell of its former self. It's not quite what it was. 
and basically that that's that's what the that's where you pick off in the whole picture part one. And let me say this: I don't want to give anything away about about the episode, but of course, I cried. <laughs> I say it all the time. I teared up. I cried during the episode. I don't want to give it away, but towards the end, something happens in the story, and it was very moving to me because I could see the parallels of our current reality with this TV show. And I just said, just, 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 um, just, I mean, to be full transparency here, they say the Federation is it's, it's not a shadow of its once former self in Star Trek Discovery, right? Now, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm not trying to be negative here. But the way I look at our current society in the world, it kind of feels like we're kind of moving that way. For a long time, I thought we were moving to become the Federation. The, you know, the world. And now it feels like we're kind of like not. And if you look at the news, you do newspapers, and you see what's going on in society, I don't care what part of the globe you're on, I don't care where you live, Okay, where it doesn't matter where you could be in the United States, you could be anywhere. And you look at what's happening, you could perceive that yeah, the mighty Earth is kind of on a downward spiral, right? It kind of is. So on. I mean, that's one's perspective. Maybe, maybe you think it's not. But if you compare it to where we were to where we're at, it kind of seems that way. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. And then seeing the the, the Federation is falling, kind of like almost reflecting our current reality, maybe. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I don't, to me, that's why I looked at it. And then that's part of the reason I teared up a little bit, because, like, we're, we're, we're all great. We're human beings. We're great. We're capable of fantastic things. We're capable of great and, and, and just great things and accomplishing things and getting along. And you just look at everything going on, and it's just like, don't seem like we're there. I don't know. Maybe it's the news. Maybe it's the media. Maybe it's not as... Not like that. It just is the distortion of the media. It could be that. I don't know though. I have seen see weird things in real life as well. But anyways, I don't know. Maybe we're great. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're who knows. So anyways, in Star Trek Discovery, the Federation is not what's one, what it once was. And I believe that the whole arc of season three is going to be trying to find out what happened and then restore the Federation to what it once was. It's kind of like Andromeda. Where like the captain of that ship is sent to the future, and he's got to restore the the organization he was a part of. I can't remember what the name was, and that's what is what he's doing. Kind of, it's kind of like that. <laughs> when I first heard of the plot, I was like, yeah, it sounds like a drama to plot. But a drama that was done by Roddenberry, so I mean, they're just borrowing from Roddenberry anyway. But anyways, um, Discovery is great. I highly recommend you check it out. If you haven't seen the first two seasons, go check it out. You, the first season, to be completely honest, is not the greatest. But to be fair, a lot of Trek first seasons are not the greatest. It's hit or miss, right? But now, season two, they, they kind of got it right. Season three seems like they're doing it well as well. So if you need something new to watch in a land where there's not a lot of new stuff, go check out Star Trek Discovery. You won't be disappointed. It looks fantastic. It felt like a movie experience. It felt like watching a movie in a comfort zone. It really, it's really got high production values. It looks great. It's rather action-packed. The first season, the first episode was a lot of action in it. It really felt like I was watching the movie. That's what it felt like. I think I said that for the first episode of the first season, way back in 17. But it's true. It really felt like watching the movie. It's what it felt like. They, they put a lot of, invest a lot of money and dollars and effort and time and creativity into this, and it shows on the screen. I'm fully satisfied. I'm a hardcore Trek, Trekkie. I like all Trek. 
and this is just another fine addition to the Trek universe. So if you're one of those guys out there who's like, ah, it's not real Trek, what's real, I mean, who made you the authority of real Trek? Just some guy in the basement making this up? <laughs> just, I'm sorry, I don't disrespect. If you're in the basement, it's all good. I'm not hating. But to be honest, there's no real authority on Trek. There's only one real authority on Trek, and he's no longer with us. And that'd be Gene Roddenberry. And the second person I would say is maybe his kid who is here. And who's gave Star Trek Discovery's blessing. So I'm not a real authority on Trek. You aren't either. I don't care how much you watch. I don't care how many blogs you read. I don't care about none of that. You're not a real authority on Trek. <laughs> Stop hating on it. <laughs> but I'm joking. You, Everyone can have their own opinion. If you don't like it, it's cool. Just, you know, whatever. Don't watch it. But if you, you, you know, need something new to watch, my track, check it out. You know, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's enjoyable. Yeah, so it's cool. Star Trek Discovery's back. Trek's back on TV. And now what I'm going to do, which I didn't do last season, the first season, is I'm going to talk about every episode. So next Sunday, you will hear my opinion on episode two, and I'm going to do it every episode, like I did with Picard, right? I didn't do that the other two seasons, because I had a lot going on. I just couldn't do that. A, I had a whole lot of stuff going on. And I got a little more free time, so I have more time to do that. So I'm going to go ahead and break down episode two or give my unique perspective on episode two and episode three and so on until it's done. So you hear the whole journey, right? And additionally, I'm going to add other subjects in there as well. I know with Picard, they're mostly just Picard-centric. But like this week, I even have something extra I want to talk about because got to talk about it because it kept coming up so in fact let me get into that right now additionally i want to talk about one other thing and that is like this week seemed to be the week of the jetpack you know what jetpack is it's like a little personal flying gizmo thing you put on your back you can ride on it but 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 you probably know what i probably don't got to explain to you what a jetpack is right but this was the week of the jetpack because this week ladies and gentlemen I saw a new story on YouTube, and there was like some, some I think it was California, some planes flying around, and they see some guy with a jetpack flying around the plane, right? Happened twice. Some guy with a jetpack flying around the plane. Some jetpack just flying around. Some guy with a jetpack's out there just flying around out there. They didn't tell nobody, flying around planes. Now, don't if you have a jetpack, don't fly around planes. Because they got a lot going on. They don't need you in the way messing things up. So first of all, if you're doing that, stop that jetpack, man. You should not be doing that. Because you, you're putting this plane in not a good spot. Right? So stop that. But 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 it was weird. It's a weird story. Out of all the... I flipped the, the internet. I look at news stories. Just, just looking at stuff. And every now and then, something weird will pop out. This is weird. Where, this is weird. Like, this is a story that could not have been 20, 30 years ago. You wouldn't have heard 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, the airplane was flying around and there was a jetpack. There was a guy in a jetpack flying around. You couldn't have heard that. It's like future future news story stuff. It's crazy. But anyway, so uh, once I heard the story about the jetpack flying around a plane, I went to YouTube and I looked up jetpacks. I said, let me just look jet. I'm just curious. Let's look jetpacks up. I saw so many different versions of jetpacks. I didn't realize how many different versions of jetpacks exist in our world right now. In our world right now, there is a lot of jetpacks that exist. 
that are working jetpacks flying around in the sky, right? Whole bunch of different versions and models of it, right? I was like, this is fantastic. We're in the future. There's jetpacks. How do I get a jetpack? <laughs> but but yeah, I just I was I was on the YouTube rabbit home. And I spent an hour probably just looking at jetpack videos. Interestingly enough, one of my favorites was uh, the jetpack by Gravity. That's the company Gravity, and it looks very futuristic. It looks very like like Marvel Avengers, sci-fi, Star Trek. It looks really cool. It looks cool. Just to, them, these guys just floating around in in, in, in in the air. I mean, to be honest, if I didn't know it was real, I'd be like, this looks fake. I mean, it was unbelievable. These guys just flying around over the water, over the land. I was like, this, this is amazing. We're in 2020. These guys just flying around in jetpacks. <laughs> I would like to get a jetpack. You know, go to the grocery store, go to my job, go wash, go wash my jetpack. Go for a ride, just just around my town, just 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 driving, just just driving around town in a jetpack. So yeah, gotta go get some groceries, get some milk. Okay, I'm gonna take my jetpack to the school real quick, get my jet, get my milk. Okay, got my milk. Boom, come back. Ah, I got a job now. Let me go to my job with my jetpack. <laughs> Great. Interestingly enough, too, um, when I saw these jetpacks, I'm thinking like, the military must be all over these things. Cause I was a guy running the military. It's like. How do we implement these, and how do we use these for our military force? I mean, get us a contract, hook us up. I'm just a regular guy, right? But I see the applications of these for military, police, all that. Yes, they could use that. Rescuing, all that. I'm sure they're already on top of that. Yes, yeah, so military applications, rescue applications, just, you know, uh, extreme sports app. There's numerous applications for the jetpack. They are kind of pricey. I can't remember the price, but they're very expensive. So right now, this podcast money can't really get one yet but maybe when i'm big like joe rogan maybe i can get a jetpack maybe joe rogan has a jetpack who knows and additionally to this jetpack week let's close it off with this last thing i'm watching james bond never say never again i think so never say never never say never again the one with the with the last james bond movie with sean connery the one that wasn't made by like the studio that does james bond but it's a James Bond movie. It's, it's just like there two came out that year. Octopussy came out that year. And Never Say Never Again. But the one is like the legit. I won't say legit, but it was two Bonds in the same year. It's the last one Connery did. But in that show, in that, in that movie, towards the end, James Bond flying around the jetpack. <laughs> I just got done binging many, many videos of jetpacks. I saw the news story about jetpacks. And Friday night, I'm sitting there watching uh, watching James Bond over on Pluto TV. Because it's on Pluto. They got all types of James Bond on Pluto. I'm watching it. And there it is. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's James Bond in a jetpack. I've been watching jetpacks all week. And this was back in 1983 that they had uh, uh, shown this jetpack. And interestingly enough, when I was watching the videos in 2020 of actual real jetpacks, there was one that kind of looked like that James Bond jetpack. I'm curious if they were influenced by the James Bond movie or just coincidence. It's interesting that in 1983, the writers or whoever made that up for the story. And now fast forward to 2020, there's an actual working jetpack similar flying around in there. Very weird. It's just, it's amazing how these fiction things become reality. You see with Star Trek all the time, I didn't know James Bond did the same thing. The things that you see now on the tube, on the screen, fictionally, come to pass sometimes right 
So when you're watching this sci-fi stuff now, um, 20, 30 years from now, look out, because some of it might be real, and some of that may be scary, some may be cool, but whatever, so be prepared. Anyways, that's something I want to talk about this week. I want to talk about Star Trek Discovery's back on TV. They're back. Michael Burnham's back. Michael Burnham, the crew's back. Discovery. You know, travel through the mycelial network. They haven't done that yet, but they're back. And also, uh, jetpacks. Jetpacks on the tube. Go work at jetpacks on the tube. Maybe you want to get a jetpack. Maybe you got lots of money. Maybe you're rich. Maybe you hear this and you're rich, right? Maybe you're so rich, yeah? Well, go get a jetpack. You fly to the grocery store, get some milk. So anyways, uh, thanks for joining me. I appreciate the listening. Gratitude, gratitude. And I think we're kind of getting back on our game this week. I had a little more uh, inspiration this week. This is early in the morning. Just had a big cup of coffee. And so maybe we're back. Maybe we never went nowhere. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Anyways, I want to thank you for joining me. Gratitude, gratitude. And until next time, we'll see. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Will Smith. Until next time, it's Captain Peace. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks. Flicks.